Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, Bronco. With Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Hello, everybody. Something, something Broncos. I'm Jess Place with Lori Lattimore Volkman. Tim, I don't know where he is. He hasn't been here for like two weeks. I, I, we need to send someone to go check on him. Lori, how's it going? It's going pretty well. I'm feeling good after a win over the Patriots. Oh my God. It was so amazing. I mean, it was a heart, it was, it, you know, it was a heart attack in, in 60 minutes, but, but we won, we came out on top. I mean, it was a field goal fest. Uh, it's it six field goals, Brandon McManus, uh, 18 to 12, uh, victory. No one had that score prediction. No one, very few actually had the Broncos predicted to win. I mean, come on, really? Like that's a crazy score. You don't see scores like that. As I pointed out on Twitter that it occurred to me later, 18 to 12 is like a throwback to Manning beating Brady, which I love. So. Oh my God, I, I didn't even know that. How wonderful is that? 18 over 12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was especially sweet for me because I do live here in New Hampshire and the, everybody here is a uh, diehard Patriots fan. They're all really nice people, really terrific people. 
like as I said in my uh, my article from Monday, they're wonderful, it, it, except they've got like this one flaw. It's, it's not unlike finding out that the gentle, kind old man down the street likes to eat live rabbits. Like it's <laughs> one flaw that they they root for like the worst team in all of football like just the, the cheatingest the the dirtiest the unfriendliest like belichick blah the Jack winningest <laughs> well i mean you know it, it i think that's why they get away with all of it because they win right um, but not on sunday against our denver broncos drew lock added his name into the uh the, the annals of broncos history by beating the Patriots, he joins Brock Osweiler and and uh, Brian Greasy, Jake Plummer, <laughs> Kyle Orton. <laughs> it's an yeah. interesting list of quarterbacks who have won in Foxborough, and of course Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won as well. So in Foxborough? Oh no! Well, I know. No, no. And actually, Peyton Manning's only victories over the Patriots were those two AFC Championship games. So yeah pretty exciting game i mean there were a lot of drops there were a lot of drops by the receivers that could have helped drew lock out uh, the the narrative that that he struggled in this game i don't know if that's necessarily valid he did throw back-to-back interceptions and that was ugly, ugly. <laughs> really not good uh but you know he did have quite a few passes that hit receivers in the hands and they should have caught those and and it might have been a different story it could have been a complete route drew lock is amazing he is the future <laughs> of the franchise uh i only see super bowls in our future uh <laughs> no, it, it's only been eight starts there's still it's still time to 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 grow i i, I want to see some growth like I want to see not back-to-back interceptions like that was, I mean, I, I admire the fact that they let him throw down the field so much Ed, on, on the mile high report Twitter. I was like, you know, someone's going to come down with one of those. I didn't think it was going to be Patriots players. I thought it was going to be our players, but it will happen. You know, they're letting him throw deep, which is, which is so refreshing after so many years of just like this dink and dunk bubble screen brew. Ha ha crapola. <laughs> yeah especially third and eight and we throw a four yard pass this for a loss of nuts. four yeah <laughs> oh god i hated those let's try a jet sweep on third and nine how about yeah. that yeah exactly like so a lot of encouraging things i mean what did you think you loved it all things drew lock except for the back-to-back interceptions yeah jeffrey estry pointed this out when you take away those four drops drew lock's stat line looks a whole lot better because three of those drops, I think, were in the end zone. So you're looking at more touchdowns than field goals. And you're, you know, you're looking at a stat line that you really want to see out of your quarterback. So I'm not too worried about that part of it. The interceptions do bother me because to me, interceptions are as much about the throw as they are about the decision making. And if it's just a bad throw, it's just a bad throw. You know, like you get over that, you improve, those change. If it's a bad decision, then, you know, I'd like to see those not happen week after week. <laughs> so if we go in and play the Chiefs and you have an interception because it's just a miscommunication, okay, whatever. But if you have another, I'm rolling out and I'm just going to chuck it downfield and I'm not really sure what's down there, then I'm going to be concerned. He's not able to dissect the defense and understand where his receivers are well enough to be throwing downfield like that. Right. It's like you get back into that that 
Trevor Simeon kind of like just throw it up there and and you know best of luck to you football like find your way (laughs) (laughs) you know not that I mean he did he did hit the receivers in the hands quite a few times and they just for whatever reason you know uh Okawibanam you just gotta say you gotta say it fast so no one can correct you so if you just say Okawibanam (laughs) <laughs> uh like you know what you're saying no one will correct you yeah yeah okay we've been on you know come on like we we golf that's fine um but uh yeah okay we've been on he was making great catches and and then in the end zone he just I, I don't know if it was mental or what but it was just like all of a sudden he just could not haul in these passes that we needed to get that game could have been out of reach in the third quarter if if we had converted on those and then there was that scramble the drew locks he was at the one yard line and you know he was out at the one it was good that they they did kick that field goal because it would have been a three-point game the whole dynamic of that of that last right. drive would have changed a lot of missed opportunities but it, it was okay we came out on top now we can turn the page and look toward the super bowl champion uh kansas city chiefs uh, they're coming to denver well let me add real quick because you pointed this out a few weeks ago the Broncos just haven't been able to learn how to win those close games. And in this case, even though there were a lot of missed opportunities, they took advantage of enough opportunities to win the game. And a lot of that was thanks to the defense, which we should give some credit to because they were amazing. Shelby Harris, my God. <laughs> how many batted pass? He like averages to a game or something. <laughs> it was amazing. He's amazing. I know. Sign him a longer contract right now, please, John Elway. They tightened up. I mean, they look like a, a, a different defense than what we saw against Tampa Bay. And and it's starting to look increasingly like those teams that we lost to early in the season are actually really good. These stats, too, we had four sacks. We had eight QB hits, two interceptions, six batted balls, and three forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. Like, those are amazing statistics against Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. Like, I realized they hadn't practiced all week, and they weren't in their top shape, probably. But it was still a formidable opponent that we dominated, you know, their offense. And that's, that is huge confidence boosting for our defense. And I think it's great because, you know, we felt like we lost Von Miller and that's a killer, but then you lose AJ Bouye, Jarrell Casey, and you start to feel like, Oh my God. And so to have these guys with a little bit of a jigsaw puzzle, figure out how to really attack a team like the Patriots and a quarterback like Cam Newton says a lot about Vic Fangio's scheming and the talent of these players. So, I mean, it's impressive and it at least gives them, I think, a ton of confidence going up against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs that they can compete. You know, we realize they're the Super Bowl champs. We realize they're amazing. They have way too many weapons for any one team. We have some tools that can make it hard on them. And that's, at the end of the day, that's the most you can hope for at this point. Every time Cam got hit, sacked, knocked over, like, I just, like, my heart grew three sizes. I love watching him just get creamed. There was one sack and I, I can't remember who it was that they just came up behind him and they just, they just annihilated him. And it was, it was just like, oh, I need to get that for my wallpaper. Like, <laughs> that, Might have been Malik Reed. I think it was Malik Reed. He was a tour de force on that 
field on Sunday. I mean, he was just like, zoom, right at camp. Right. And, and that's the kind of defensive effort we're going to need this Sunday. Like, we're going to need to rattle Mahomes. Brother-in-law, the Raiders fan, he was, I mean, for good reason insufferable about how the Raiders beat them uh, two weeks ago. And he was saying that, oh, the Raiders gave the league a, a playbook on how to beat Mahomes. Uh, you know, you got to rush three and, and, you know, and of course, and yes, we were watching and, and that's, that's what the, the bills were doing. He would rush three and then he would squirt out and, and run for the first down like every time. They're still a really good team. They're a little banged up on the offensive line, which is which is a great help. But uh, we're also going to see Levy and Bell suited up for the first time for the Chiefs. So that'll be kind of a wrinkle. Not that they need him. I mean, they ran for right. like 200 yards or something ridiculous against the Bills. Their rookie running back is amazing. I don't see any growth on that because they're already really good at running the ball. And so... But we are good against the run. So that... That to me is a good sign. I think I don't think they'll have that kind of rushing attack on us the way they did on the Bills. So that's good. Hopefully not. That's the problem with the Chiefs is then they have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Michael Hardman. And so you've got three targets easily through the air. And we know Mahomes is accurate even on the run. So you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always important when you see some of these teams that you think are so unstoppable get stopped. It reminds you that you you can stop them too. I mean, there is potential. You just have to have. They are human, yeah. And and, right. and if the Raiders can do it, damn it, so can we. You know, I mean, really. exactly, exactly. It's the Raiders. And this will be our chance because this one will be at Mile High. It's not quite the same atmosphere. I mean, we'll have some fans, and it will still be better to be at home. Our guys will be happy to be at home, fired up from last week. And so, you know, th- this is going to be our best chance probably to take down the homes and the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think we can do it. I I really like how we've played this year. I mean, we were really close against the Titans and we were really close against the Steelers and we got completely killed by Tampa Bay. And that's fine because they just killed arguably one of the greatest offenses in the NFL against the Green Bay Packers. I don't chalk that loss up as devastating. You know, we had our third string quarterback playing. So. I know. We love our third string quarterback. It's like Little League. It's like every quarterback gets to throw a ball. Actually, we started with Driscoll in that game. And then we brought in Rippin at the end, right? And then we had Rippin for the Jets. We were ripping it with Rippin. And like you said, we played... We played really good teams, teams that are rolling on everybody else now too. So, but we played them tough, and and yeah. remember last year we played the Chiefs tough in the first game. No, we didn't. You're thinking two years ago. Oh, we thought we could turn it around. You know, we had just won our first game, prime time Thursday night. Maybe week. I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Remember, Patrick Mahomes got hurt. We couldn't even win against their backup quarterback. Never mind. <laughs> oh my God. I blocked it out of my memory. Do you remember what you, the scores were? 30 to 6, right? 30 to 6. And then the follow and then the last game. That was the snow game with Drew Locke. Yeah. And he threw a couple interceptions. <laughs> 23 to 3. Okay, so we need to score more than nine cumulative points over the two games with the Kansas City Chiefs. And that will be an improvement. That's right. No wonder I don't remember that. Like, I, I blocked it out of my brain. The year before, we did play the Chiefs really well. We're, we were the only team to hold them under, like, we held them to their lowest 
Totally. Yeah, yeah. They, we, they're uh, twenty-three to twenty-seven in the first game. That's the one where Case Keenum overthrew Demarius Thomas. Yeah, by like them. ten yards, and Demarius Thomas was wide open for the end. Yeah, and then in the second game, twenty-three to thirty. So that was within seven, and then the first game we were within four. So we need to, we need to have a little twenty nineteen mojo. No, uh, well, 2018, Mojo. What did I say? I still screwed up. See, I think there must we be a are, gas leak down here in the basement. I'm, we are erasing 2019. Let's just forget 2019. So. We are. And we and we can forget a good portion of 2020 as well. <laughs> Except for the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the Broncos did play the COVID-plagued Patriots. The Chiefs had some practice squad players, I think, test positive uh, in the week previous. We had a running backs coach, I believe, yep, get, get COVID. And, and then it was kind of ironic. And then because Melvin Gordon came down with strep throat, like right around the same time. This is the devious side of, uh, of Jess. I, I, like, why not just say, no, we're, we're going to start him. But as a disciplinary measure for his, for his DUI, uh, we're going to sit him down. You know, and if he's sick, he's sick. And you don't have to tell people that. I mean, like y- you could theoretically have it be a discipline week and then that way you know you could use that with the league to you know minimize the 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 impact of his absence later they could have done that because you can do that if you sit him yourself you can apply that to the suspensions that the league will give you well i think i think if you do that they'll take that into account if you make a big you know if you say it's a disciplinary benching anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music perfect Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Um, you know, th- I mean, that there's no guarantee that they will take it into account, but... If he was sick, I mean, why not just say it's disciplinary? And then that way, you know, worst case scenario, you, you know, yeah. nothing happens. But best case scenario, maybe the league takes that into account when they, you know, adjudicate yeah. that. I'm not sure the Broncos are considering any other sort of disciplinary action on Gordon. He was asked about how I'll do the running backs when both are healthy. Benji was like, we're going to go with the one-two punch that we always planned on. and they kind of toyed with the idea in that one press conference where he's like, well, you know, we need to get all the facts and, you know, he didn't practice today. And, you know, and then they got all the facts. <laughs> he was going 40 miles an hour more than the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Oh, okay. Well, all right, so you did do that. Okay. Well, come on back. Like, <laughs> doesn't exactly make the most sense, but it's not supposed to, I guess it's the NFL. All right. Well, let's look forward. Score prediction. What do you think? Just for the fun of it, predict the win. Be, like I said, this is our best chance. Our defense is feeling strong. And I think it's possible we w- could have Bouye back. 
but I'm feeling good about that secondary. OJ Mudia is looking better and better. He's feeling good about his coverage. Bosby. Callahan, Bosby. They looked amazing. They're going to have to work harder this week with all of the receivers in Kansas City. But anyway, I'm going to go with another repeat defensive performance and say that the Chiefs only score 21 points and the Broncos score 24. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think that you're onto something. I, I would go with that. Like the the defense is going to make or break this. Like if we can shut them down, Brandon McManus <laughs> – can win this for us no and i also think that some of our receivers are gonna are going to come down uh with 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 the ball because they're not in they're not in foxborough they're not in uh at arrowhead uh, they're gonna be at the stadium where they've been where they've played they're gonna be a little more comfortable and they're going to they're gonna come down with those balls so i i, I am going to say 27 to i'm gonna go 18 again i think 18 might be way to go yeah because you also have to take into account that their uh their field goal kicker is is been missing extra points like left and right like he missed one other one on monday yeah yeah what's his name butker so yeah so uh so yeah why not i I, what what did i say 27 18 that'd be that'd be nice the spread is is nine and a half points by the way so um you know but we've been in this situation numerous times you know super bowl 32 and on uh sunday this last Sunday. So, you know what? Nine and a half points. Who cares? Who cares about what the, what Vegas says? Raiders homers that they are. F Vegas. Yes. For real. So yeah, that's what I say. It was a funny press conference from coach Fangio where he was asked numerous times between Sunday and Monday's conferences about, you know, now he's suddenly blitzing a lot more, which Let's point out our own Jeffrey Essery had pointed this out two weeks ago that Fangio has been using his linebackers and his safeties to do a lot more blitzing, probably in light of not having Von Miller and having to be a little more creative without their getting the pass rush going. So Fangio had this great quote where he said, you know, unbeknownst to you, basically, I've been doing this forever. I just haven't had to do it the last few years because I've had defenses where it wasn't necessary. So he called himself the Blitzkrieger of the NFL. <laughs> and so I, uh, I look forward to him doing the same thing. I, I'm sure Andy Reid will be looking out for that since we did it last week, but it could be a fun sort of matching of wits between Andy Reid's offensive attack and de- and. Vic Fangio's defensive-minded attack. And so I look forward to seeing how he dials up the defense to really make Mahomes uncomfortable, hopefully. Well, without the without the blitzes, there was no pressure. Like there was, we weren't getting there. And now with the blitzes, we were getting there. We were batting passes and f- sacking. And, and I mean, it was great. It was, it was a lot of fun to see on Sunday. And so, yeah, if, if you got to dial up the blitzes uh, to get the pressure, I mean, I'm all for the pressure, you know, I, I mean, the bills, uh, the bills were bringing three, just like the Raiders did uh, on uh, on Monday night, and and it seems like every time Mahomes would just squirt out of there and 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 run for the first down. So I'm interested to see what what they do to try to contain, um, yeah, contain him. 
And we didn't always contain Cam Newton. I mean, I mean, he squirted out and got quite a few scrambles himself and a lot of yards. So it's not, you know, it, it definitely breaks down easily. If you don't get to him, <laughs> then you, you could be in serious trouble. Yeah. But. Hey, if we win, if we win on Sunday against the Chiefs, then we can make a legitimate case for Von Miller to come back later in the season. Like th- th- there, is, there is hope. I wouldn't want to say that if we lose, there's no hope because we're playing the Super Bowl champs, you know? Like Yeah, it's true. I it, mean, but, you know, I want to see Von Miller again. Come on. So do I. Come on, I'm man. just saying I wouldn't pin everything on this one game that if we win, yeah, I, I think we do make a legit case. But if we lose, that doesn't mean we can't still compete. Storylines are going to be delicious if we do win. Like, oh I mean, the, the, are the Chiefs collapsing? They lose to the Raiders and the Broncos. Like, yeah. are the Broncos legit? You know, like, we used to have those days. Remember those days? When we, I do. We, it's we, a we long, really it's been a long time ago. <laughs> I didn't really say this earlier, but I meant to. Part of the thing with Drew Locke, I still love his press conferences. <laughs> He's just so cool in them. He is really cool. It's so natural. And he had the greatest quote. They were asking him about those two interceptions. And he said, you know, yeah, if I, if I do that better, then I'm sitting on the sideline sipping Gatorade, you know, joking around rather than biting my nails to watch the defense. And then he, you know, and then he even said, we love our defense and our special teams. <laughs> like He knows they saved his ass. And I love that ability to be cool about it, to own up to it, and to also be like, yeah. Hey, thanks for that defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I needed it. Well, but, he's just saying what, what all of us were thinking. So, yeah. I mean, so, and that makes you like him, dang it. You know? Exactly. I love the, I love the accountability and I love the swagger because he's also very confident. It's like, he's going to still go out there and do that again. You know, he's not going to be gun shy because he threw some interceptions. He's going to go out and he's going to, he's going to try to be aggressive and he's going to, throw the ball downfield. I do question Pat Shermer's choice or whoever's choice it was to throw deep on the first down when you're up by six and you just need to run out the clock as much yeah. as possible. Yes. Especially, yes. Especially when you've had the success running the ball, like we, like right. Lindsay had had, like there, there was no reason for that. I understand you want to be aggressive and you can be aggressive. And you want to punch him in the throat. That's the idea right there. Right. Yeah. But you also need to be smart. And the smart play when you're playing Bill Belichick is to do the sure thing, you know, and not do the thing that could be boom or bust, because in that case, it was bust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, go ahead and work some time off the clock. Just, you know, just just get, like, there was like, what, three minutes left? And it, like, like yeah, three run 45 minutes. seconds off the clock. Like, that's great. And actually on that interception, I thought for sure we were going to see like a bootleg or a rollout or something, you know, because they're all expecting the run. I mean, we were all expecting the run. Yeah. You know, we're trying to run out the clock. Like, of course we're going to run. Why would we throw it? Like, that's crazy. But we I did. Know. That's fine. But yeah, <laughs> like a bootleg in that situation would have been so money. Like, it, if you're going to do that, like, let everyone bite on the run and just you know, boot out and throw it, throw it down the field. Like that would have been yeah. awesome. You know, I want to see more boots. I want to see more boots. Especially I love the boots. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his thing, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does remind me of Jake Plummer. Like, I mean, you know, the interceptions, especially, <laughs> but, yeah. but just yeah. that like swagger, like the swagger and like to, to throw down the field and the athleticism and like, yeah, he like, there's something there that reminds me of Jake Plummer. And so like, let's look and at also kind of the, game. yeah. Critics be damned like far more than, you know, Elway or, or Manning, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, he's the, not, he's not giving guys. the finger to the fans, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give it some time, give it some time, and, you know, and some of them deserve it. <laughs> oh, man, totally. <laughs> and there was another really good question where they were saying, you know, do you feel like you've kind of proved something to people after this win? And, and Drew Luck was like, look, I think for the media and for people not in our building, you think this is some sort of return to relevance, but we've always felt this way. And when you hear him say it, like, you really believe that he thinks that, you know, that, yeah, that he genuinely believes in his ability and the team's ability to compete. And I mean, there's nothing better, especially if you're on that offense, going out there with that kind of guy leading you because, you know, you feel confident, you play much better. This week, especially now he'll have another week of practice. They, they'll have a few more healthy people a good chance to compete with the Chiefs and really get a good sense of kind of where this team could be by the end of the season. So yeah. Yeah. Come on back, Von Miller. We're we're holding a place for you. We're ready for you, big guy. Come on, bring it in. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, you have been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place uh, with Lori Latimer Volkman and Tim Lynch will probably join us next week. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's not able to <laughs> to uh, talk or sing or, or do any of the things that make Tim Lynch, Tim Lynch. And so we wish him a speedy recovery uh, to throat. miss our show. Yeah, Bro. he's been hanging out with Melvin Gordon and, and has uh, the yeah. strep throat. Yeah. Pretty soon, Tim Lynch, we're going to bench you. So that's get right. back over here. That's right. Practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, be sure to uh, leave a comment, like, subscribe, uh, do all that stuff that you do and uh, keep it right here on the Mile High Report Podcast Network for breaking news, odds, and all sorts of other exciting little fun things that we've started doing. So give it a subscribe. All right. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both, uh, both fouls were on the kicking team. So is this is this Tim's like low key way of quitting the podcast? Just like I, yeah, yeah, totally. What's what's he doing? The Broncos are opening it plus nine point five. That sucks. That's really pathetic. That's well, like a, that's like a college spread. Except that's what that was the same spread for the um the Patriots. Patriots. That's true. And we That's beat true. them. Look at that. We're all over, we're all over this. Have, yeah. you worn, have you worn your jersey while mowing the lawn yet? Oh, I did. I did. Oh, I, was, I, 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 did it, I did it that day. So I was out there just like, woo. Like, <laughs> Sweet. people driving by, like, giving me the stink eye. It's great. You're going to have to say that again, because, of course, the minute you start this great little ramble, the guy, <laughs> the leaf blower outside. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly filling in for Tim here. Yeah, yeah. You want to take some uh, some work calls? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. Awesome job. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's
That's good stuff. Here's another fun fact. I had the Denver defense on my fantasy team, but I didn't put them out there because I thought I'm not putting them against, I'm not going to put them on my fantasy team with playing the Patriots. And lo and behold, they scored like 24 points as a defense. <laughs> Oops. And I had him on the bench. <laughs> uh. And I played Ian Henson and I did beat him, but like by one point. It's like, oh my God, I would have just killed myself if I had lost to him by a two or three points and I had left the Broncos defense on the bench. I lost my local league by six tenths of a point. Not even a full point. Not even like, I mean, just I've done that. that I needed happened. one more catch from CD Lamb. One more catch, and that would have done one more yard, and that would have done it. No. That's killer. That is a killer. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.